Hey, hey, sacred friends, this is Lori Andress, and welcome to Crystal Shaman Life. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Hey, hey, hello, my sacred friends. I am Lori Andras, and welcome to this week's episode of the Crystal Shaman Life podcast. Hey, this week we are going to dive into a little crystal divination. Yes, we're going to have fun. We're going to play with the crystals and discover what's to come in 2019. Yes, we're going to let them give us a little insight, um, shed a little light on what we can expect in the coming year, and um, let them offer us some, some just, you know, simple support and kind of clue us in, you know, as we're moving through the year. I love, love, love divination. um, And in this episode, I'm going to talk you through how, step-by-step, how to do this for yourself. How can you do your own divination for 2019? How can you receive some messages from the crystals and the stones? Yeah. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk a little bit more about divination and, um, you know, what some of the benefits of it are, you know, why this is something that I really enjoy doing every year and why I want to share it with divination now. Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. I love, love, love divination. Um, you know, I really started getting into divination years ago with Oracle cards. Thank you, Doreen Virtue, for creating a gazillion different types of cards and creating cards that connected multi, multi-faith um, oriented. You know, like they, they, you know, in my early days, um, being raised Catholic and then bridging into some of the spiritual, you know, spirituality and spiritual paths that I've uh, chosen to, you know, move into. Um, she really, those, her cards, her angel cards, her fairy cards, they, they really bridged that for me. They made the idea of divination safe and, um, and made it, it made, uh, created space for me to just understand that there are other ways of understanding what's unfolding in our lives, um, other bits of wisdom that can be shared and received. So here we come back to that place of receiving again, <laughs> receiving wisdom, receiving insights. Well, divination is really a lot about that. It's about um, stepping out of the way that we're seeing what's unfolding in our lives because we all have a story. We all have a, a certain lens to which we view life from. And divination supports us in like kind of, you know, just shifting that lens a bit so that we can see with, um, see things clearly or from a slightly different perspective. And that's incredibly helpful. It's incredibly supportive in our lives when we're, um, when we're, when we're wanting to step into something next in our life, when we're wanting to make any subtle change, um, a little divination can support us in just seeing things a little bit differently. Now I'm getting really excited because, uh, in, um, well, we're, in, in Crystal Shaman School, we're going to be really, really diving into lots of different forms of divination and how do we track destiny and all that kind of stuff. And we won't get to that till the north, you know, lots of other fun work before we get there. But, um, but you know, my mind is always working and, you know, and listening to the crystals because they have so much to teach and share 
about how do we tap into what's really unfolding in our lives. And um, this practice that I'm going to share with you today is really, it's, it's my go-to every year. Um, I love to do this practice. I keep, <laughs> I keep my um, wheel of the year divination somewhere handy, like near my desk that I can reference it at different times um, because there's always a little bit of an insight. And then I go, oh yeah, that's right. Um, Amethyst said this month would invite me to really deepen into my spirituality. And I know that when I deepen into my spirituality, that calls for a lot of solitude. It calls for alone time. It calls for um, maybe a little time in the woods, which you know could be camping or something like that. You know, it, it's like this reminder of, oh yeah, that's right. Um, they were, you know, when I hit that point in the year where I'm like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> or I feel like I'm struggling or confused about what, what next thing to do. It can be a helpful little insight. Okay, so let's, uh, let's dive into div divination. Let's dive into this wheel of the year crystal. Uh, what do the crystals have in store for you? Or what do the crystals want to share about what's in store for you for 2019? Okay, so the first thing you need is at least 13 different crystals or stones. And I say crystals or stones because honestly, stones can be just as helpful as the crystals here. And my um, my divination bowl is filled with both crystals and stones, beach stones, mountain stones, stones from my travels, on and on and on. And then also, you know, stones that I've purchased over time. So here's what um, what I want to invite you to do. Get a hold of at least 13 stones. You probably have them in your house and you're probably thinking only 13 stones, Lori. If you have more than 13, pull them all together. Here's what I do. I keep a bowl of assorted tumbled stones together at all times. Now this bowl is, I probably have 150 stones in there. I mean, there's a lot of stones in there. And before I sit down for my own divination, I usually just kind of pull some out and um, and kind of, you know, shrink back the number of stones that are in there. Like one, I just kind of go, okay, who's not a part of the story for the year? <laughs> and I pull them out and uh, let them sit on the side. But, um, but here's what I do. You pull them all together in a bowl. And, um, and I define these stones as a re as my reading stones. They are, you know, like, I, I really feel like all my stones have different roles, right? So I've got my stones that hang out on my altars. They're my altar stones. I have stones that are purely decorative in my home. And then there are stones that are functional, like, you know, they have a functional role in my house, um, as well as, you know, my own little stones for, um, connecting in with uh, my medicine. And when I when I work with clients, there are stones that come forward that I utilize to work with my clients. So all of my stones kind of have little different roles. And, you know, we spend time getting to know each other and then they kind of help me figure out like, oh, what's the role we're gonna play together? How are we gonna work together? Sometimes it's that they're gonna move on and I'm completely the person who is the transition for them. Sometimes it's that they wanna hang out in my yard or, you know, they have something else in mind. So so, you know, anyway, I have a bowl of stones who have clearly said to me, hey, I want to be a part of your divination set. All right, cool. So that's the bowl of stones that I'm talking about. Um, all right, the next thing you want to do. So the first thing is to gather your stones. The next thing is to print off my Wheel of the Year template. This is over on my blog, putting a link on the show notes. Head on over there, you'll find it. It's pretty cool, download it, it's all pretty. Um, <laughs> you know I like pretty things. All right, 
download that. Then the third thing you want to do is to clarify your intention for the year. This has been my personal holdup for the year. Um, I had a little resistance to the word that showed up for me. And, um, and I just, you know, really needed to kind of be with it and really be with whether or not that was the right fit for me. What type of journey was it really going to take me on? And, um, and was I, was I willing to sign up for that journey? That was my question. Are you willing to sign up for that journey, Lori? <laughs> that was, that's the big one. But, um, but really tune in. What is, what is the energy that um, you're being invited to step into in 2019? What are the changes, tra growths, transitions? You know, what is it that you're wanting to experience in this year? How are you wanting to experience life a little bit differently in 2019 than you did perhaps in 2018? And set your intention. Make it simple, make it clear. No big goals, no big agenda, just a simple phrase. Yes, keep it simple. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, the next thing you want to do, so that's number three, to clarify your intention. Number four, create your sacred space. Have fun creating your sacred space. This can be super, super simple. You know, light a candle, burn some incense, do a little smudging, put on some soft music, um, you know, turn down the lights or... Um, do it exclusively by candlelight. Oh, I love doing that. Like having darkness and just candlelight in the in the you know middle of winter right now, which is where we're at. That is such a yummy energy to be within. Um, let yourself just sink within, create a beautiful, safe and sacred space. If you have guides um, that you work with, call them in and invite them to be present with you. Always know who you're calling in, right? But, uh, but call them in, ask them to support you with this. Call in the crystalline realm, invite them to show up. Say, hey, I wanna connect with you for insight and guidance for 2019. Please come forward and join me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So once you've got your sacred space created, which is number four, you're gonna go into step number five. Step number five is to draw your stones month by month. Now, or actually, we start by drawing a stone kind of as a central theme for the year. This is where stone number 13 comes into play. So I like to literally just like look away or close my eyes, reach my hand into the bowl, let the stone that wants to come out for the central theme of the year to like literally just jump into my hand. <laughs> Yeah, I know it sounds funny, but but you know, you'll feel it. You'll feel something or you'll have a sense of, oh, this one really wants to come out. And if you're a visual person and you want to go, you look at the bowl, if you're the person who like is able to look at something and go, this is it with complete clarity, um, then use your eyes. Use whatever sense, you know, is really, really um, strongest for you to pick with the greatest clarity and without um, without trying to manipulate it. This is the key here. You know, if you're gonna try to manipulate it by using your eyes and like, oh, I really want January to be all about peace, so I'm gonna pick pre night, um, then don't use your eyes, use your hand. <laughs> but if your hand is gonna know the shape of all the stones and it's gonna do the same thing, then, um, then rely on something different. So let yourself play with um, the way that you're gonna be able to pick a stone without trying to manipulate the stone that you get okay this is about like really receiving the wisdom of the stones we receive wisdom when we let go of control of how that wisdom comes 
That's a big phrase. Let's say that again. We receive wisdom and insight when we let go of control around how it shows up. Yeah, this happens, you know, in so many areas of life. You can let that ripple through your mind and connect in all different areas. <laughs> I'm sure you already are, um, but let that kind of come forward for you. Okay, so so draw your first stone, you know, your center stone. I like to put a center stone right in the middle because that to me is the stone that has kind of a central energy. It's the anchor stone for the year. And then I start and I go month by month, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. And, um, and I literally place the stone on each of the different positions. Um, you can, you might find that you have, you feel called to have a little bit more ritual or a little bit more, you know, in-depth energetic connection, um, with each stone, with each month or each stone or, um, season or something like that. Let, go ahead and do that. Um, let yourself just kind of drop in and, um, and if you want it to be super simple, that's perfect too. There's really not a wrong way. Just know that you're inviting the stones to speak um, to speak and represent and share insights for you. Okay, the next thing you want to do is to take some notes about the stones that came forward for each individual month. Now, here's what I do. Um, I literally listen to the stone. I let them share a message to me and I write that message down. And then I move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. And then sometimes I feel called to go and look in a book because I want more information or um, because it tells me to go look in a book or because uh, maybe I don't feel like I really know enough about that stone and I wanna know more about it. And then I take notes from that as well honor where you're at. Like really, seriously, if, if your, um, if your experience with the stones right now is to go and look in a book, go and do that. Keep this simple. Let it be fun. Let yourself be delighted and, um, and caught in, in, in the place of awe and joy around what shows up. So when you, if you go to a book and you start reading about each of the individual stones, take some notes on what they share. Write that down. I like to write it right in the little pie wedge in the wheel of the year. Um, so the January, you know, whatever the January stone is, I write my little thoughts about it. I keep them really simple because I, I know that I can always go back to a resource. I know I can always pick up the stone again. I can let it tell me more, stuff like that. So, let, so keep it super, super simple. Let yourself do a little connecting in. Okay. The, then, um, once you've, so that's kind of five and then six was the writing notes and receiving the messages. And then number seven is to thank your stones. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for showing up for me. Thank you for the insights for the year. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. We want to offer lots and lots of gratitude. Um, sometimes at this point, it's really nice to just pop outside and, um, you know, offer something to the earth. Maybe you want to just uh, offer a bit of sage, or if you have something else that you um, you offer. Uh, in Peru, they would often just go and pour some wine upon the earth. Yeah, <laughs> the blood of the mother spilling upon the earth. Um, it's really, you know, beautiful little ritual, kind of a, a thank you to the earth, a thank you to the crystalline realms. And then step back and um, take your, your notes, take your wheel of the year, place it somewhere where you can reference it throughout the year. Um, you may even want to type your, um, or write your, your crystal for each month into your calendar. 
or into, um, yeah, like at the beginning of each month, put it on right away on the first. The energy of this month for me is around name the stone and a um, couple little notes. Keep it super, super simple. Don't overload yourself. Just, you know, kind of a, the thing that's going to help you keep awareness or um, stay focused and surrender into that energy even more so that you can really, really receive it. Okay, so with that, my sacred friends, I want to thank you. Um, I will be popping on again sometime in the very near future to do a reading for the collective for 2019. That is something I love to do every year. I did one last year, um, the year before, <laughs> and it's really fun at the end of the year to just kind of go back and, and really look at that and to um, kind of just attune to like, what are some of the big highlights and the lowlights and the big events that unfold? And what do the crystals have to say about those? What did they um, kind of, uh, I'm going to say, not so much say predict, but um, where were they recognizing that they want to show up as a massive collective energy for the collective at certain times? Where were they recognizing that they would be, their support would be um, well received? Well, uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll talk about the energy of a collective reading um, in the next uh, next episode. Um, one of the things I'm really noticing about 2019, and you're probably feeling this as well, and I guess I kind of you know tapped into it a little bit earlier, but um, it's funny, I was kind of trying, I. I, I it's two weeks into the year and I just first did my reading for the year, right? And I thought I would do that right away. Um, but what I found was that I needed to give myself time to really settle into what was what's my intention and to like really, really get clear on that and actually have a lot of softness around it. And what's really funny to me is that I have, um, there's someone online on YouTube, um, and a person, an individual on YouTube who does a reading of both astrology and tarot and she, she brings the two together and she does these monthly readings for each of the 12 signs. Um, she bear, check her out. She's amazing. Anyway, um, I watch hers. I watch my horoscope every month with her and every month she uses multiple phrases that exactly define something that happened. It's really, it's really wild to me. So this year, I, I couldn't bring myself to go and check my horoscope. And finally, sometime last week, I went to look at it. And I'm not kidding. She posted a video that said, hey, this is for every sign. I'm not doing individual readings this month. Nothing has been coming forward. And I was told to share just that, that this is a month of stillness. So let yourself be still. And she she kind of, you know, had a really great laugh about it and it was really sweet. Um, but what you need to know is that, you know, this happens from time to time. You know, um, we're, we're asked to just be still, to just be quiet and to really respect that um, that energy. And, um, and when she had shared it, you know, I was like, wow, okay, so this isn't just my own personal thing that's happening. This is something that's happening big, something that's happening collective. And so if you're noticing it, if you if you're noticing that you just want to kind of just oh cuddle up in your in your blankets and linger in bed and just be wrapped literally in a blanket of love, 
Mm. Know that you're not alone right now and let yourself receive it. So, so know that I'm sending you so, so much love and I am literally wrapping you in that love, wrapping you in a blanket of love. All right. So with that, my sacred friends, I wish you a beautiful week. We'll be in touch soon. And as always, shine brightly. Bye for now.